Welcome to the Tea with Tina, your favorite podcast where we talk all things health, fitness, lifestyle, and maybe a little bit of tea gets spilled. We chat all about this in a super casual environment. So grab your beverage of choice, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Tea with Tina podcast. We have a Whatever Wednesday episode today. It's okay if you're not listening on a Wednesday, but for those of you who may be new here or just haven't caught on, I do release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday, so generally my Monday episodes are a bit longer, more kind of health and fitness, nutrition focused, and my Whatever Wednesday is literally whatever you know sometimes it is fitness uh, focus sometimes it's pop culture whatever it may be but they're a little bit more fun episodes where I can kind of go off the rails and they tend to be a little bit shorter as well 10 to 15 minutes in length um so I've been loving this format it's been great for my creative brain so I'm also batching a lot of podcast episodes today trying to find if you're not a content creator um don't like think that making content is easy because it's not um there's actually an art method to it if you do it properly and it takes a lot of reps and skill and i'm still i've been trying to navigate and find the perfect routine for me so we're getting there fam we're getting there but anyways let's dive into the episode so we're talking about winter blues and dealing with sad or seasonal affective disorder, seasonal depression, whatever you want to call it. It's kind of funny because, not that I forget, like I know seasonal depression's coming. I always say that I like winter up until about New Year's because, you know, the weather's not too bad. You know, you don't really get hit with a bad snowstorm or anything. Um, You know, you look forward to Christmas and the holidays and New Year's. And then after New Year's, it's like you either get pounded with all this snow or the weather sucks. I know for us in northeastern PA, Pennsylvania, um, it has been very strange. It's been like 40s and 50s, but very gray, brown, and dead, and that's just as bad. I almost am kind of missing the snow. I can't believe I'm saying that. Yay for climate change, right? But um, yeah, so I've definitely been dealing with it for sure. It kind of hits, I'd say, mid-January to mid-February up until maybe... I'd say Easter, you know, depending on when it is Easter, I start to get a little bit of hope depending on how the weather plays out. Sometimes we get a warmer April. Sometimes we get a snow in April, May. I always say May 1st, we're in the clear. I remember being in um, school, especially the younger years, like elementary and middle school, I always looked forward to our school picnic day. I'm not sure if everybody has that or if it's called that, but like we had a school picnic day where we went to our local amusement park. Um, It was called Kennywood for my Pittsburgh listeners. Um, east, uh, northeastern PA listeners, or if you're anywhere else, give it a Google. It's a cool little park. But um, I would always look forward to it because it was warm and I felt like summer was coming and the sun was shining and I got to, you know, just enjoy the amusement park and it brings so much feelings of joy and that's how like I knew I was in the clear and like summer was here and I could like relax you know so it was a fun time um that's what I look forward to <laughs> the the Aprils and Mays of the world um funny though this year maybe TMI sorry I'm going on a little rant but um in May I have all of my doctor's appointments scheduled they're all like checkups and stuff dermatologist OBGYN and main doctor but you know I like to get them when it's warm because I don't I don't want to be driving in the snow or bad weather so we got this 
But anyways, <laughs> we're going to hop into the episode now. So dealing with seasonal depression and just the winter blues in general, I think it affects everybody to some extent. Heck, it could maybe even affect Floridians. You know, if you're used to like super warm weather, like when you experience 90 to 100 degrees and then maybe you get a 50 degree day, that's going to be cold to you because it's relative to you. So they kind of expect uh, experience it too, but I'm sure they get a lot more sunlight <laughs> and don't have to bundle up like crazy. But I'm going to give you some tips that you can use to kind of help negate the effects a little bit and hopefully make experiencing this time of year a little bit more tolerable for you. At the time of recording this, I'm at like mid to late February. Um, So I feel like this is kind of right in the middle of that time where it's like, oh my gosh, is winter going to end yet? I'm waiting for warmer weather. So yes, the first big thing is that you may be vitamin D deficient. Now, I don't know if I'm just like a special snowflake because I thought me having PCOS, me being on birth control, it kind of inhibits your absorption of certain vitamins and minerals. And plus I live in Northeastern PA, Pennsylvania in general. I mean like Pittsburgh had the most cloudy days. It even topped Seattle, Washington. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm definitely vitamin D deficient. It wasn't even a doubt in my mind. Generally you're allowed to supplement with about 2000 IU a day. That's the recommendation. So what I did was I would take two vitamin D gummies every single day. Um, they're 2000 IU. And then I started on my Legion Athletics multivitamin, which I believe it has a thousand IU of vitamin D in there as well. And it's better absorbed if it's paired with K, I want to say off the top of my head. Don't quote me on that, but it, it is better absorbed. It is a fat soluble vitamin. So what happens is it will get stored in your body over time. Um, so you do actually have a greater risk of possibly taking too much of it um there are some different side effects with that so because it does get stored and built up in the body over time so it may take some time to really get your numbers up so with that being said i recommend that you get your blood work tested i mean it's pretty easy to ask um and say like hey can i get my vitamin d levels tested i would probably pair it with that you've been feeling really tired like because usually they need some sort of quote-unquote reason to give you the blood work also be sure to call your insurance provider. I'm just looking out as a girl who, when I was in severe pain, if you've kept up with my stories a couple episodes back, I thought I had an ovarian cyst, which it turned out not to be. I'm pretty sure it's just like a torn, um, not torn, but maybe strained groin muscle. And um, I found out my ultrasound with insurance, and I have pretty good insurance, was $500. <laughs> and it was all of five minutes, and to it ended up like not being needed but at the time it felt very much like an ovarian cyst and there are some risks like you can get infected or you can have ovarian torsion where your ovary gets twisted and suffocated and they need to take it out you could die like there's a lot of things and with the pain that I was in that wasn't going away you know I was concerned but yeah $500 later (laughs) Um, but that's my warning to you to call your insurance and ask and get definitive answers for instance I'm with a certain hospital network and I have to get my blood work done through Quest. My insurance will not cover the blood work through the actual hospital that I'm a part of. I will get it 100% covered if I do it through Quest. So it's weird sometimes, like if you go somewhere else for, you know, whatever your service is, it might be covered. It's, 
you know, health insurance is a joke. <laughs> I could I could have a whole podcast series on health insurance and all of the crappy stories and, and the terribleness of it, but I'm just saying, you know. And if worse comes to worse and your doctor doesn't prescribe it and maybe they won't give it to you for whatever reason and you want to be your own advocate, there are resources out there where you can buy your own blood work. You can order it. They have doctors that will order it professionally for you and you can just get it done. Quest has it. Um, and relatively, depending on what it is, they're not too expensive if you confront the cash. Um, like I think vitamin D is going to be definitely under $100, but it's good to know. So... I got my vitamin D tested. I totally thought it was going to be low, right? A couple years ago, when I was in Pittsburgh, maybe five plus years ago, when I got it tested, I think the level was like 30 or 40. It was kind of like borderline low, but in the normal range. Well, I think you're supposed to be between 30 to 80. Every blood work range is a little different depending on how they test it. I was like 73, I think, or 78, and I was like, whoa, I'm in the upper normal range. So what I actually did was, since vitamin D is fat soluble and I was essentially taking like 3,000 IU a day, I kind of stepped that back. I really just get my vitamin D from my multivitamin at the moment, and um, occasionally, like a couple days a week, I will take the gummy as well. So I'm really probably not getting as much, but I just don't want to overdo it since I was on the top range. But I was shocked. I was really shocked because um, I was like, that's good. Vitamin D. Yay. We're not deficient. Um, so, and that's another thing too. Check your vitamins that you're currently using and see how much your intake is. Um, as long as you're getting like 2000 IU a day, I'd say from supplementation, because sometimes you get it from food as well, like milk and things like that. Um, and sunlight, like 20 minutes of natural exposure, if you can, on the skin. Um, that's going to help as well. So yeah, there's my rant on vitamin D. Vitamin D is like a big one, just because I said most people are deficient. It causes you to be more tired. Some people, like if you are deficient, you usually um, get on the program of a doctor where they'll give you like macro doses. Like you'll, you might be for six weeks on like 20,000 IU. Um, so it needs to be controlled by a doctor. I definitely don't recommend self-supplementation aside from trying to do like 2,000, just because that's like a daily recommendation. Okay. Next thing, kind of obvious, but you got to get in the right mindset, is to get outside more. The issue when we go outside in the winter is we don't really get a lot of that sun exposure um, because our body's covered up in layers. You might not even really get your face if you have, like, depending on what you have on, like a scarf or something covering your mouth. You may only get, like, a tiny little section of your face to access um, sun, but even if you don't really get a lot of physical sun exposure, like sunlight hitting your skin, it's still good, I feel like, to breathe the air, some fresh air, get out in nature itself. Um, and I truly believe if you bundle up and invest in the right clothing and you kind of come prepared, depending on what you're going to do, you're going to have a good time. You're going to feel invigorated and you're going to have more energy. Just spending time out in nature, spending time outside, you can get creative with it. Um, you can go for a hike somewhere. Just make sure that the, the roads and the path is not icy. You might need crampons for that because sometimes like it's very shaded on hiking paths. Um, maybe the sun hits and it starts to melt and then it freezes because I know nine times out of ten when we go hiking in the winter, 
the paths are just solid ice um so that's always fun um you can do just like outdoor events a lot of places will have like little winter festivals so you might not necessarily have to be in nature but you can go into town where you're kind of outside walking to different vendors there are some ways to get outside you can even you know for those of you who have a yard or a porch um you know use it as excuse with animals to take yourself outside to a local park um just get some fresh air try to do it a couple times a week you know it's not realistic every day you don't have to go outside this isn't like the 75 day hard where you have to go outside every day even if there's like a blizzard <laughs> like no just go out when you can make an effort to do it more try to make peace with being in nature enjoying the fresh air um when you can okay third step this kind of helps and it kind of pairs with what i just talked about embrace winter so I'm someone who doesn't really like winter I'm not a fan of the snow mainly because I get cold very easily um and I hate driving in it but if you're properly equipped and you dress the right way and you layer the right way um it's not so bad and you learn to appreciate the snow for what it is um I learned how to layer up properly. I embrace the winter holidays, so I try to look forward to the winter holidays, like Valentine's Day. Um, like I gave out little um, Valentines, like little kids Valentines to my clients. I gave them slap bracelets. I spent like a couple dollars on it. But it's something fun to just kind of uplift your spirits, you know, wear red and pink, like St. Patrick's Day, you know, just try to get involved in the little holidays and just make a fun out of it. Very novelty based holiday, um, you know, bake a fun themed dessert or do a project with your kids. Like there's many ways to kind of look forward to things. Um, creating goals and kind of shifting my focus away from summer themed activities like maybe my goals are more geared towards reading um, because I'm gonna have more time inside it's gonna get darker earlier so now I'm kind of reading more looking forward to that on my Kindle um, I take Binks outside when it's a little bit warmer on his leash um, we do little hikes on the weekend so nothing crazy but I'm thankful that there's no bugs and even just embrace like new tv shows and new movies like i'm loving 1923 right now they're doing weekly episodes something to look forward to there's a reason they do a lot of fall and winter debuts for tv shows um because yeah nobody's going outside <laughs> and even just embracing the gym taking it back to fitness a lot of people i know at least around this area that i'm in will actually kind of like not come to the gym at all in the in the summer because they're out doing stuff they're still being active they like to bike they like to kayak they just like to be out in nature um so they don't even really come to the gym they might once a week or whatever but now that you have winter like use your gym embrace going there all the time um because it's kind of like your little escape it's you know climate controlled you can get a nice sweat on um and that's your you time so that's something else that you can do and then the last thing I want to leave you guys with is consider getting like some sort of artificial sunlight machine. I know that sounds like crazy. They have like actually in Russia and stuff where they really don't get sunlight or Alaska where there's like, you know, those days where almost the whole day is dark. I think it'll be dark for like six months straight. They have actual big machines that give you this artificial, you know, sunlight. 
Um, so, you know, you're, you stay healthy because it's not good to be in darkness that long. Um, but, you know, for most of us who don't live in that, there are little, like, alarm clocks that you can get that'll simulate, um, like, natural light. And they're smaller or just machines where you can kind of just put your face in front of it when you're getting ready, when you're doing computer work, whatever it may be. Um, and your body will actually absorb that type of light. And that can help boost your mood, um, not make you feel sleepy, just feel a little bit more, like, yourself and this is great when it gets darker out earlier like maybe you get off work and you don't even have time to go outside when it's actually light out so I get that um this is great for that and yeah <laughs> so yes to recap make sure you're getting enough vitamin d and nutrients in general but be sure to always test and not guess try to get outside in nature more if you can be sure to learn how to bundle up embrace winter for what it is appreciate the snow invest in good winter gear appreciate the holidays and the activities that come with colder darker weather um, and consider getting some artificial sunlight if worse comes to worse and you can't get outside for whatever reason um, and ultimately embrace that this is a season of life winter is a season of life physically and metaphorically there are times that we're going to go through a darker colder more lifeless season right a lonelier season and we need these seasons it's essential for things to die so that they can be reborn the plants um it's just necessary to prepare for the future growth and future harvest so think of it that way as well you're going through a season and when the spring gets here and the beautiful flowers bloom and when summer is here and when you get to see the changing colors of the leaves a fall and you get the harvest it makes you appreciate that that much more all right guys so i'm gonna finish it up there i hope you have a great rest of your week if you really enjoyed this episode be sure to share it with somebody and please leave a review reviews really help spotify itunes or wherever you listen thanks again for listening and we'll chat soon next week bye guys